On this episode, we talk about impatient clients, root beer, and what I would do if I was running for President of the United States of America. You ask questions, and I answer them. This is the Ask Gary V Show. This is Gary Vay, Nerd Chuck, and this is episode 94 of the Ask Gary V Show. Uh, it's Liz's birthday. Oh. It's my wife's birthday. Happy birthday, darling. I love you. I'll be leaving here shortly and coming to hang. Um, yeah, really excited. Super pumped for episode 100 on May 18th in New York City at 4.30 p.m. Uh, RSVP up. Uh, actually, question of the day, are you coming? And if not, why? And uh, India, let's get into show India. The show. Yeah, but the 590 yes, India, is like if you read the comments, there's like yeah. 400 saying yes, so I just said yes to like follow along. So I really need to get a count, Vayner Nation. Is that what it is? Yeah, like, <laughs> we have 500 just from that. <laughs> Thomas asks, what do you think is more important in business? IQ or EQ? Jesus, oh, I'm showing some real Tom Selleck stuff here. <laughs> you could have warned me. Uh, did you see two episodes ago? It was like seriously weird. Uh, um, who, who asked that? Thomas. Thomas, I... I'm making scratchies. Am I making scratchies for you? You're not, you know you don't get to edit this either. I'm making scratchies for you. All right. Who? Um, Thomas. Thomas. Uh, <laughs> by the way, the black and white version of this show is way better than the stuff that goes on color. Thomas. I think it's massively important for the entrepreneur or CEO or leader to be self-aware. The answer to your question is both. It's about doubling down on your strengths. For me, EQ. You know, I actually think I'm an IQ below average and I think that I'm an EQ all-time great. And thus I go all in on EQ and that is building the foundation of my success. It allows me to give back to my community at a way that I think most people in my position today don't, uh, which I think builds me leverage. Uh, it allows me to build a culture here uh, and, and just a lot of different variables and so I bet on that. It allows me to have instantaneous uh, relationships um, and so I triple down and put myself in a position to be EQ uh, but there's plenty of people who win on just quant data. There's a lot of people who are watching the show right now that are just sitting in their, in their room by themselves running math and, and data and, and building tech and that's what they like. They don't want to jam with anybody else. They don't want to be bothered by anybody else and they'll make millions and billions and hundreds of millions or tens of thousands but be happy. And so I think the key is self-awareness. The answer is both. Uh, the real answer is to figure out which one are you. And by the way, most people aren't 90-10 or 80-20 like I probably am. Most people fall into 55-45, 60-40, you know, Plenty of people fall in the other categories. Try to get to a place where you understand yourself and understand what your strengths are. Too many people try to be like me because it's sizzly and it's sexy and people want to be charismatic and on stage. And, and then there's plenty of people like me that wishes, I mean I wish my math skills were as strong as AJ on the spot where I can make some other business decisions where I don't have to hedge. And so, you know, 
we've all got something and you just need to accept what's yours and go in on that. So the answer to your question is both. It's just individually different depending on the person. <laughs> yeah? Nice, yes it is, you're right. Make a note, Savan, don't forget. Before you go mental. Okay. Ooh, I almost had a disaster. By the way, there's fear. I think there was fear on that video. You know what, replay that, DRock. Slow down the fear, the fear part. There was fear, I know, I know they saw it. Chef Lizette asks, what's the biggest mistake you see people making in social media? Is there something you've seen that impresses you? Chef, it's great to have you back on the show. Um, I like how you're leading the question. I know you want me to say something about the Vayner Nation on Meerkat, but I won't do that for you. So I haven't seen anything that's impressed me because I'm not paying attention to anybody, so I have no idea. Uh, as far as what are people doing wrong, Equally, I've been so head down over the last four to five months, I've not been paying close attention. My intuition is that people are still doing a very bad job. On Twitter, I see nothing but right hooks. On Facebook, I see very bland, non-contextual, non-targeted content. Um, you know, I think people are, uh, I think Instagram has probably been the place where there's been the most innovation. People are trying a lot of different things because at scale. I think Snapchat, there's some people putting together some great stories. So I think the cool stuff's happening on Instagram and, and Snapchat, which is too bad because Facebook is still the juggernaut. I think Pinterest promoted pins. I've been seeing some really interesting stuff. Faithbox, an incubated company here. Willie's been hitting some pay dirt there. I'm really impressed with him. It's a little humble brag of our own thing, but I apologize. It's the only things I'm paying attention to. Um, truth is, I'm uh, just not paying attention enough um, because I don't need to uh, because I know exactly what to do and that's what I'm focusing on and, um, and that's that. <laughs> Take that. Luke asks, you've repeatedly mentioned your love of root beer over the years. Why root beer specifically? Any we should give a whirl? You know, I grew up a huge root beer fan. I, the, the flavor just hit me right. You know, I, dr I grew up drinking Coke and root beer heavily really grew up on soda, which is why it was so hard to siphon off of it. It's crazy, I'm about to hit a one year mark of not drinking any soda, which is insane to me. Uh, uh, yeah, I actually pulled up a list because I, I wasn't recalling um, what, what I loved, but here are some of the ones I've loved. I mean, Henry Weinhardt's is incredible. Like, just incredible root beer. I'm also a very, very, very big fan, where is it here, I already forgot, of a Hosmer Mountain. Big fan of that, it's in Connecticut. You were shaking your, you know that? Oh, got it, cool. Uh, Pirate's Keg Root Beer, which is in Rochester. Love that, huge fan. Thomas Kemper, I've drank a lot of that root beer. Huge, huge, huge fan of that. Uh, Virgil's is a good one that I think a lot of people can find, but more like an entry level out of that group. Uh, and yeah, that's it. So there's a couple of uh, root beers for you guys to try. As a matter of fact, a side question, we'll have several this episode uh, in Facebook and, and YouTube. Uh, what is your favorite root beer if you love root beer? Uh, it, it, yeah, I, I think about root beer the way I think about wine, actually. Shaitan asks, what's the best way to deal with impatient clients? Uh, Shaitan, I hope I'm, I'm uh, pronouncing that right, Shaitan. Uh, you know, I'm gonna say something pretty interesting. I have pretty extreme views on this question, meaning I think the answer to the question is brute force. I never waver, ever, ever. You know, when a client's pushing back and they're like, well, this isn't gonna work, I, I push back 
equally with 10% more gusto in the other direction, which is it works. I see it work all the time. I see it work for myself. I see it work for my clients. I see it work for other people. And you're just not doing it right. We haven't had enough time to pull it off yet. Blah, 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 blah. So unwavering. And then number two, equal with my unwavering, I just don't give a crap if they fire us or give up. I just don't. I, I know how this is going to play out. I love being on the right side of history. And I'm willing to give up my short-term money for the long-term I told you so, sucker. Let me just say that again, and this is what makes me a happy person with clients. This is why I can do client services. I am willing to give up my short-term money for my long-term I told you so, sucker. And that's it. So I win either way. I win if I'm able to forcefully convince them to stay the course, I keep my monies. I win if they say, get out of here, you're fired, because I'm gonna see them on the street in three years and be like, now what? Punk, and I love that feeling. I like that more than the money, actually. Thus, it's all good for me. <laughs> Shabod asks, what advice would you give for candidates running for president on how to utilize social media for their campaign? Shabod, I think the uh, most intriguing thing to me, and I don't know if it will ever happen, but I think when it happens, I'll be like, damn, if I was born in America, that would have been me. Because the truth is, if I was born in America, I would 100% be a politician and be, try to become the president of the United States. Um, but because I wasn't and I can't be president, I'm selfish, and the fact that I can't be the top dog makes the game completely not interesting. Fuck being a governor. And so anyway, um, uh, what I would do is go rogue as rogue. I would come out the gate, throw every skeleton I've got uh, out there, all of them. I mean, I don't care what the person does. You know, if that person did drugs, cheated on their wife or husband, stole money, punched someone, stabbed someone, like all of it, all of it, all of it from the get, get it out of the way, because it's ammo against the thing that I want that person to do, which is then go transparent as hell, right? Like, like throw it all out there, leave nothing for your competitor to dig up on you because you've now taken control of it by throwing it out there. You may dip, people may not want to vote for you, but then you start building momentum from that bottom spot and you start going in the direction of pure meerkat periscope, pure content at scale, pure Q&A sessions all day, every day, pure and utter transparency in a world where you've created the leverage by throwing every skeleton. I mean all of them. I don't mean the ones you're okay with. You're okay maybe saying you cheated on your spouse or you did drugs or you stole cash but you feel bad that you punched your mom but then that's ammo. You've got to let it all out. All of it. All of it. <laughs> Is the punch the mom funny to you? Yeah, yeah a little bit. Okay, cool. Uh, you've got to go all out and then what you've done by doing that is you've created leverage on the other side for you to be able to be as transparent. And then what happens is really interesting. Then what you have is momentum in the other direction because you've been transparent with America but your comp- competition and competitor haven't. Now you're at the debate and saying, what about you, Stefan? You know, it's kind of, you know what it is? Oh my God, you know what it is? It's literally Eminem's last battle in a mile. That's exactly, that's literally, it just hit me, look at it, yeah, it was just because we talk about hip hop. Like I was, it's literally, I was about to say, but I know something about you, like that's really what it is. I actually think, so my advice is, the way Eminem won the last battle in Eight Mile the movie is the way I think a politician can revolutionize politics in America. As a matter of fact, before I die, I think that will happen. <laughs>
Because I think technology will push us into a corner of not allowing sh- the shadows of society to exist. You know, it's crazy the way I live my life now. I would be a totally different person if I wasn't so self-aware of what's going on with technology. I'd be a worse moral person. I, I just would. And it's, you know, and nobody's perfect. But it's crazy to me that I'm a better man because I'm scared that somebody's gonna meerkat it, tweet it, Instagram it, see me out doing this, that, the other thing. It's just the way it is. And so, <laughs> that was funny. Pretty cool. That's what I would do. That's it. I thought this was a great show. I feel this is a great, great show. I'm gonna give Lizzie and her birthday all the credit. Questions of the day we talked about. Uh, coming, if not why, root beer, list them. Um, momentum is in the air, Vayner Nation. I'm around in New York quite a bit in the month of May. We've banged out three shows this week. We're banging out the rest of the shows this week and next week and a lot of the following and the following week. I mean, we're here. Get ready for this momentum. Are you ready for the Vayner Tide? You keep asking questions. I'll keep answering them.